Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob. <laughs> Live in the lounge, staring, staring at the Ouija board. Was that it? Are we yeah, live? That's it. Yeah, we're live, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best intro ever. You nailed it on the first take. Oh, welcome to the Bobcast, y'all. You're the host, dude. So you know, you're, you're, you're. I'm giving you tonight for Christmas, the privilege of being me. Well, thanks for the privilege. I really appreciate the privilege. Bring out the privilege. It's what I've always wanted in the uh, world. You know what I mean? I'd love a heads up. But how's everybody doing out there in Bobland? Good. Call in one eight hundred B O B C A S T. Stay alive on your uh, Google or Siri, and uh, <laughs> we'll play it live for you. No, so for real though, if you say, "Hey Google." Play me the latest episode of the Bobcast. It will go directly to this episode if you get that in the feed. Great. In current time. Wait. I'm officially the Bobcast, you know, the moniker, the. And uh, I feel, you know, victorious. Victory reigns supreme almost nearly everything. That's exactly what I would probably say, by the way. You're doing a really good job of being me. Well, you know, uh, I wasn't set to be the host, although I've always wanted it. <laughs> well, guess know what, what I mean? dude? Tonight's theme, bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Listen, tonight's theme, I guess, ding, might have bang, to be boom. what we were just talking about outside. Uh, you and I, you know, we share a similarity. A similarity. You make it sound like we're a machine. What we just brought up, what we just talked about, uh, I raised the, uh, you know, query, if you ever heard of this term called neurodiversity. And what uh, I understand neurodiversity is, is uh, a, a way of thinking. It's like a, a, a combination of different uh, neurological symptoms or behaviors, if you put it. You know, ADHD, OCD, Tourette's, whatnot, all those things. And, you know, Bob, you and me, we're always laughing at everything. We're always highly animated, expressing ourselves. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were just talking about how, how, how that fits into this uh, everyday world that we live in. It's tough to have an opinion on everything, right? And, like, I am one who agrees with you, is that we should not have to hide our feelings of excitement to be involved with something or at work or, you know... In traffic to something, we have to be civil, but we also have to go for the. It, when you're in a work environment, you want to be the best. You got to be the best. Do you know and, that song by AWOL Nation? It's a shame we can't play it right now for copyright reasons, but check it out. Bading bang boom. Bading bang boom promotions. <laughs> but yeah, it's like uh, you have to be mundane to fit in. Sometimes you really do, and it's boring. And that's why I have anxiety sometimes when I go to parties because that's how it is. Like, you're having a party. You put chips in a basket, dude. You, you, just because you did that doesn't mean, you know, we're going to have a, a swell old time. I recommend games if you're, you know. For me, expressing myself passionately, emotionally with 
like animation on my face and everything. It's just my uh, way of being vulnerable. I, I feel like, but it's not interpreted that way. It's like people see you being a, a loud, you know, passionate figure and they, they like don't trust it. They like think you're out to do this or that. It, it's so confusing to, to the way my brain works. How, how do you fit it? How do you feel about that? It's tough. It's tough to be an individual in this world if you feel that way. And it's very easy to feel the pressure of other people's feelings coming down on you in society in general, in a workplace, in a restaurant, anywhere you go. We do this because our brains are firing off all these impulses and emotions that really, if you come down to the, just this one simple question, MK, excuse me, Bob, and that is that, you know, where does the thought come from? Mm. Where does it originate? Scientists can't define consciousness. Last I checked. Wouldn't it be great to be like, bing, bang, boom, <laughs> turn off the consciousness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just for a bit. How good would that drug be if they invented that? They're like, look, we're going to, they may, somebody may think they know this, I guess some drugs probably do it, but to lose that ambition. I think it's Xanax. You know what I mean? I, I think that does that. Or Kalanapin, I've uh, I've practiced this new technique at my job where I don't go cross-eyed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't go like lazy-eyed, but I just like soften my my uh, gaze. You know what I mean? And like dim my eyelids and speak in this mundane, you know, fashion. And the results actually are good. You know, people like are uh, accept um, accepting of it, but inside it just it's it makes me miserable. It fills me with misery and like sadness to be not expressive and not uh, outgoing and not passionate. I I, I really I, I don't know what to do. Well, sounds like you just have to end one chapter and start another. You know, <laughs> ding bang boom, <laughs> ding bang boom. Why did we get put pressure on ourselves? So yo, here's something I'm dealing with. Go right? on. For years, I've had problems with nasal spray. Mm. But ding bang boom. And it's been a long plight with it. And I'm looking to tie it off. No more nasal spray, right? So I went to an ENT doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Ear, nose, and throat. And uh, I got, you know, checked out. It turns out I have a deviated septum on this side, right? So on this side, I can breathe fine. This side, I can't. I used to think it was my allergies. Yeah. But no, I must have gotten injured in the last, you know, 39 years of existence on this planet. And my right side is off. And sometimes I, I feel like I'm just totally nasaled out. And you could even hear it here on the bob, Bobcast. I can get surgery called sensoplasty, which is an outpatient procedure. You go, they cut into your sinus bone or whatever. And the, the, see, the bone's off. So the airway is not going 100%. Uh, yeah. Push it back. And then it's like three days rest. And then you got to get these like splints taken out. Dude, it looks crazy. But. To be able to breathe correctly, dude, and now to know that it's not my allergies, really. It's just this injury that occurs that you just don't know. So if you're somebody who thinks that you can't breathe, go get it checked out. And I think I'm going to get the surgery, dude. It's scary. I've never, I've actually never been put under. I mean, I've I've never been put under by, uh, do you know the difference of lo between local and general anesthesia? Like, I saw that today. I'm like, wait, which one sounds like it would be better with zero knowledge? Which one would you go with? I don't even know how to think global and act <laughs> local, bro. Global anesthesia. <laughs> local. Anyway, man. Yeah. So here's the interesting thing, though. So, like, if I get the surgery, my voice can change. 
Oh. So it'd be interesting, like, to have, uh, like, the last... Like, ah. up, and then like at the beginning of a new voice on the podcast you know i mean look we used to be uh the netty boys remember oh the netty pot boys yeah but you know the reason i was a netty boy was because i had this injury not because i had like you know okay so if you have also like you know um a deviated septum it's blocking shit so it always you're more prone to like sinus infections and stuff like that because you're not getting the proper you know circulation but ding bang boom <laughs> sorry dude that's for the reason. Yeah. That's it yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, That's it. it. That's my neurodiversity in action, man. But yeah. I was doing that on purpose. Uh, but, but, yo, but yo, look, you know, uh, you know, I nursed a uh, 15-year nasal spray dependency but myself. you kicked it. I never kicked it, dude. I could never get off of it. I Trust mean, me. It, I did the research on the uh, nasal, or I'm sorry, the uh, deviated septum. Mm-hmm. And I came across that, what was it called? Surgery? Sepsoplastic. Yeah, I came across that and like I was like, you know, can I get that deviated septum surgery and like throw in a little nose job and like do a little Oh yeah, the other one? Nano Sensi. I don't know what it is, man. But uh yeah, that it only affects the right the one side of your nose. Yeah, it's this side. So it's my right side. So and also too, it's like Dude, to get it fixed, I can't. I can't wait. I'm gonna have to do it just because, dude. I thought for the longest time it was just allergies, but now, you know, knowing that you can get better, why not take the shot? Weird and wild stuff here I on know. the Bobcast. My voice will change. What if I came back and I was like, "Good evening, ladies and gentlemen." Welcome to the Bobcast. This is your host. Hey, Bob. how you doing? How you doing? This is Bobby. Let's 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 look into the crystal ball, or I'm sorry, the the crystal earlobe, and try to predict your future voice without uh, your deviated. Right, so septum. okay, so maybe if I uh, close one nostril, this is what I would sound like, because then it would be just proper error. Okay. Good evening. Does that sound different than a little good bit? Evening. There was like a little tiny, little tiny octave. No switch man. Bing bang boom is what I'm saying. Yeah, man, that uh, that nasal spray dependency was hard to kick. How long did it take you to kick it? I mean, I just decided one day, and I never went back. Because it got too expensive, or just because you had run its course with its, uh, um, you know, dependency. Uh, yeah. Bidding, bang, boom. <laughs> yeah, I, it was just you know, like I, I was sick of carrying it everywhere, and I was sick of depending on it, man. And I, mm-hmm. I did all the research. Long term effects. There's there there's no there's nothing that says you shouldn't use it long term. Like it doesn't cause any, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Craziness. Nothing says it does. So. But I don't know. I was just sick of it, man. I, I was going through a change in my life, and that. Do was you part think of you it. have a deviated septum? Maybe, maybe, maybe I do. Which one can't you breathe out of? It's major, mainly my right. Bading bang boom. You might have one too. Bading bang boom. Anyway, I thought I'd share that with the audience. You know, if you uh, think I should get the surgery, <laughs> make sure you call DC Comics circa whatever it was, 1987, when Jason Todd was up. You ever see that picture in the book where they're like, do you want Jason Todd to live or die? Yeah, that was cool. Did you hear that uh, the Batman is changing in the books? No. A fox is becoming the Batman. A fox? Yeah, an African-American is becoming... Uh, Batman for the first time, and Bruce Wayne is like an elder fellow in the cave. Oh, he's an elder fella? In Batman 100. But oh, Tom cool. King, like this guy, 
he completely he made Batman like almost married Catwoman. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy the books. This run I I skipped, but it's been around for a couple of years. But he changed so many things in the canon. He killed Alfred. Bitting, bang, boom. boom. I mean, that's what you gotta love about comic books. Let's be honest. Back in the day when they were coming out, Marvel comics, they weren't creating diversity as a marketing technique. They were just trying to tell stories, you know what I mean? They were trying to appeal to different kids to buy the books. And it wasn't this whole, like, you know what I mean? They were just people, they were just creative artists being creative artists. I, as far as I understand, you know, it wasn't some marketing gimmick. But nowadays... Bang, bang, boom. You think the canon thing? Why shouldn't... Like, who cares, right? I've always stated, I've always maintained that I care more about the changing of hair color on comic book characters from the page to the screen than skin color. You can't have Tulip without blonde hair on Preacher. I don't mind mind that uh, Commissioner Gordon's black in the new one. I don't mind anything that's a different color, really, as long as it's the character. I mean, I love Steel. You remember Steel in DC Comics when like Bat or Superman died and then the the four Superman came back to Earth. John Steele, he was a awesome superhero. They made a movie too. It was terrible. Shaq? I think he was, yeah. yeah but the dude. book the book was fantastic. The book. The book. The books. Let's the... be honest. Is uh is phase four gonna land? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is phase four matter? <laughs> Does it... Yeah, of course it will. I mean, it will until these characters eventually get so old they can't portray them no more. Just like, I guess, Robert Downey did. I can't... I, I really, in hindsight, can't believe that Robert was like, all right, that's it. They couldn't give him, like, you know, his own island or something to be Tony Stark for another 10 years. Uh, hey, man. You know, 10 years making movies, uh, switching it up ain't a bad thing. I just... I don't know. I was so locked into the whole... Infinity Stones. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad it's over too. But... It's exasperating, dude. Oh, well, that's why he did it. That's why he left. Here's the thing, right? Now in hindsight, after the, the phase was over, I yes, I enjoyed it. But as a Marvel fan, like, it's a hodgepodge of lots of Marvel stories, mm-hmm. you know, crumbled together to fit a narrative that works for a feature film. And when that happens... You're also involving like it, like there's all these types of narratives that go other places that you would never really go in the books, and it's just it, there's scenes that don't need to be there. And also, I gotta be honest, like the look of like the early ones, like the Josh Whedon one, it looks like a TV show. There's no cinematic quality to the picture or anything like that. It's not to me yet still the most iconic like comic book to screen. Hasn't happened yet. I mean, like, I guess Sin City, the first one was close, but that was just because uh, Frank Miller's so stylistic. But as a comic book fan and as a visual storyteller, I would like to see a comic told, like, from, like the, you know, the narrative of just, like, one story, like, straight through. Like, here's Peter Parker on one night home to, you know, get back to his house in the in Aunt May, you know? I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, they really haven't, they really haven't, uh, opened it like gimmicked it out you know what i mean they haven't done it artistically you know what i mean representing the page but they did their thing how they did i'm trying to think for all the haters out there this spider-man is not from the bronx is he isn't he from queens queens, queens. Yeah. i know somebody out there's like oh we got him <laughs> fact I spelled google i spelled google on facebook goggles goggles <laughs> yo i got my stuff on goggles playlists google goggles why didn't they call them that Fail. hey google play the latest episode of 
the podcast. Do Google goggles, Apple Eye. So listen, it's the here, next here's wave. the big news. Bing, bang, boom, boom, Bing, boom, bang. boom, boom. We got the Golden Globe nominations. Did you care true to bring that, it up? True that and all that. Let's I read through the, the list uh, nominations. There. You know, sometimes you could just pick. You don't even have to see the movies. You know who's going to win. You know how the politics are in these things. But uh, this is the first time I've uh, paid attention to the awards. Bing, bang, long boom. Time. Joker, you dude. Know, Joker all over the place. Joker Once upon a time, all over the place. All right, let's take a look at the list. It, it's yeah. low-key Bobcast season. You know what I mean? This year, you might not really recognize it, but in hindsight, this is like one of our years. Bing, bang, boom. You know what boom. I mean? 2014, or I'm sorry, 15, was it? Uh-huh. That was our year, dude. 19, our year. Low We've key had some good year, years. Pocketdale was a, a fun time, man. Oh my gosh! That mall thing, that mall thing was the best. Know, the I best. I know, I know. I wish we had a camera crew that day. <clears throat> oh, geez. to capture the madness, dude! It was totally like mayhem and total Joker. Bing bang boom! I'm seeing all these. Uh, you know what film I really liked a lot was uh, Eddie Murphy Dolomite film. Oh yeah, so good, so good. I love how Netflix makes these like high quality, like you know, like the dirt was on the same budgets and look style too similar to dolomite they make these great just to the you know to the gut stories that have no bullshit filler right netflix is on a run dude netflix is rolling and they are rolling in these golden globes dude i'll tell you what show i really like a lot though for best uh i mean the morning show on apple i've been checking it out with my wife and we love it dude dude it is cringeworthy it reminds me of like melrose place with uh current events uh-oh, that sounds like a hot mix. Getting it. Getting I, it. It's so hard to like find things when you're talking. Right now, I'm trying to find the list. And oh, then... gee, I wonder if that's what's wrong with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, hey, so how here, you doing? I don't know. Let me, let me Google how I'm doing real quick, sir. CNN. Oh, Google Golden says I'm Globes doing great. list looks like an ominous backlash. Everybody's always mad, dude. I know. Oh. I, know I know there's some great female directors. There's and too I, many I race, but no, they already put the list out. Like the day that the, like somebody's like, okay, here you go. Like that's when I don't even know. Does the award even fucking matter, dude? Like you know, oh. these are just the ones that I should watch. Is like the really the real story because no film is the same, really. You know, you gotta watch. I love to watch. But ding, them bang, all. boom. You got the list in front of you. I don't have my phone. It's up right, in the. Go get your phone. No, I'm not going up there. Right. Go to IGN. They got the list. Plug. All right, you just keep talking while I find the list then. Plug alert. Here, yeah. I, I got an idea. Here we go. Um, advertising roulette. Bing, bang, boom, oh, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> the new Lenny's up the street on Fayette Street. Oh, I, I don't know if I could do this. I'm kind of close to the Lenny's. Uh, I'm going to start Googling the list. And uh, you're on. Go. Lenny's Italian Deli, a staple of country hawking from 1946 to 2018, <laughs> and then from 2019 until whenever we got the same classic <laughs> pork. No, <laughs> we got the same classic pulled pork sandwiches, but with a new facelift. I, I courtesy <laughs> of some. <laughs> I still can't find the goddamn one. Uh, Lenny's, you gotta come down. We got the chips. We got the crew. 
And we got some fascinating stew on the menu just for you. Man, I'm good at this. But yeah, if you aren't familiar with the high-flying Italian flag on Fayette Street, man, I'm good at this. Come on down and get reacquainted with the brand new old-school-style Lenny's Deli, Conchahawken, 11th and Fayette. That was good. That was perfect. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> here is the best motion pictures drama. And the Golden Globes do this. They switch uh, musicals and comedies into one category, and then the drama's over here. What is that? 1917 by Sam Mendes. I'm looking forward to seeing this because it's just like that true detective scene where it's nonstop. The whole film is one continuous take. It's like a two-hour movie. One take is that, you know. The Two Popes. Marriage Story on Netflix. Joker. And The Irishman. In the still of the night. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I'm going with Joker. I'm going with Joker, big time, with a huge smile on my face and a belly laugh. Now, here's my thing that's going to be controversial here on the Bobcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy the Irishman. Controversy alert. I wanted to. Mm. The whole time I was watching, I was just like, when. Is this going to become Scorsese's film? And here's the problem. Frank, Robert De Niro, something about that CGI on my screen, I think it's because I got that. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you got that quickness. You know, and that's the way I like watching it. I don't even know what it's called, but Tom Cruise is like, take it off. It's ruining cinema. Yeah. But I enjoy seeing the raw film, you know? I still don't understand that quickness. And it was just too hard. It was like I, I couldn't tell. Like when he was supposed to be what twenty nine, thirty, he looked like he was fifty. Oh yeah, he had the body of an old. Yeah, you know? and then like they didn't CGI out the eyes, so they left the eyes on a mat, which you would do like in Photoshop, kind of to build the face, mm-hmm. where you mask out the you know the cheekbones and stuff like that, and then you you know work around it, but they didn't remove the eyes. I don't think, and mm. that's why it looks so weird. But then the odd thing to me is that Joe Pesci. He doesn't look that bad as compared to De Niro. Pesci's the man in that movie. Oh, that was great. Yeah, look, I'm a huge fan of The Irishman. I stated on the last podcast. There's just something about it for me. That slow roll. It's like it's like Scorsese on Purple Drank. Okay. Uh, you know, I probably have to watch. I haven't been able to watch it at one content, continuous take. You know what I mean? It's just like the, in the beginning, maybe watch it. On something else, but I don't know, man. It's just my like. It's compared to like The Aviator and like Goodfellas, but most of all, like The Wolf of Wall Street, the f- the frantic pace that he the had frenzy. in that film. Yeah, this film fe- feels like very. I didn't need to know that. Didn't need to know that. Like, there's a lot of moments where it's just like, you know, them talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like, not really saying much. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think about this here? You know, yeah, this like, guy. what do you think about this here? I right, love so, when the one guy was asking him about. If he knew who who the other people who owned the uh, laundromat that he blew up was, he's like, "Do you know who the other people are?" And Frank says, "No, I, I don't know." And then Alfredo says, "I do." And then Frank's like, "Who? Who is it?" He's like, "No, I do. I own the other part." <laughs> Bing bang boom. Yeah, but uh, so we're in agreement on Joker. I mean, it's Joker, a really a yeah, competition. Without a doubt. I mean, like, no, I've seen the film so many times now, it, and. Uh, I really enjoy it, and uh, the thing that's so great about it is that it's still that open-ended question. I still hold firm that I don't want a sequel, because then if there's a sequel, then you know, if unless it's done stylistically again, where it's like you know he's telling another tale, uh, but you'll lose the luster of the first. 
That's that's a big topic of debate in the true Joker vein, and it, it would almost be contra. It, it would be not controversial if the Joker wins, right? Um, I mean, not in today's world. I mean, I don't know. I'm just happy that that film connected and there was no violence from it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like thank God. What, like, what was the last movie there was violence from? I don't know, but like you remember leading up to it, they were like Joker will have a, a threat. You know? Yeah. What it what was that? But anyway. Like, wait, read through the list one more time. Bidding, bang, who's, who's the sleep? 1917 is oh, got to be the sleeper. Is, yeah, 1917. Or Marriage Story would be no, the sleeper. No, Marriage Story doesn't have a stand, chance. Stand Did a you chance. watch it? I just watched it over the last couple of days. Did you cry? I got a little emotional, of Bidding. course. Yeah. Bang. Boom. <laughs> Definitely got emotional, um, but it's not going to win best anything. The Two Popes, I don't know anything about, so I can't Who judge knows? it. But um, maybe that's the sleeper. Nah, Joker's gonna sweep, dude. Joker is the first film that's rated R like that to cross a billion dollars. It's and and the fact that like I was thinking even today, like the story structure of it, the fact that the climax crescendos into him basically dancing down the stairs, running from the cops, going on a talk show, blowing the fucking guy's head off, and then creating a movement and killing <laughs> like is brilliant writing, dude. Like to be in the room with those guys when they cracked that part of the story. Because that hasn't really been depicted in the books, you know. Yeah, like where do all that's my where does favorite he get part. His loyalty? It's my favorite part. Is that and then like some people are like, oh well, author isn't um you know the diabolical mastermind that the Joker is in the books. And then like if you watch that last scene, okay, so he's in a room with a psychiatrist who also very similar looks to like his psychiatrist at the beginning and it's like a social worker yeah, so maybe he's not even in there who knows but regardless he's pr- he is smoking a cigarette but he is handcuffed so somehow he gets out of his handcuffs okay then he kills her somehow somehow gets blood on the floor and then walks out of a door that would usually be locked from the outside so I beg to differ that when author went bad that's when he became the mastermind because he was off his meds and like, if they did a story like that, where like he's been so far off his meds that it's been revealed now that he is actually brilliant. Yeah, maybe his neurodiversity is actually the exactly. true genius of uh, exactly society. And the Joker, like, you know, it'd be cool if like Batman was like the villain. I I would enjoy that. I mean, let's be honest, Bob. The Joker is our hero, right? Well, I mean, it's a yin yang. The Joker's that- a hero to us, though, right? Now, I really believe it is the yin-yang, though. It's the thing that makes Batman so great, is that it's the really perfect balance of good and evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I guess morality in, like, Sherlock Holmes. Um, there's not many other ones that, like, you could... Like, Batman Joker, like, go right away. Superman, Lex Luthor, doesn't really roll off your tongue as nope. much as Batman Joker. Because they're so similarly, like, you know, connected. Beautiful. I can't wait to get my sepsoplasty so I can get this nasal... <laughs> Sound out of my voice. All right, on to the next category. What if quick. I start sounding like the Joker? All I have are bad. Thought. I can't imitate it. Best motion picture, musical or comedy. Dolomite is my name. Jojo Rabbit. Knives Out. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Rocket Man. I mean, it's got to be Once Upon a Time, right? I'm telling you, low key. I rewatched it recently. Digital download. Get did, it. Did you vibe? Did you hang out? I did, man. I hung out. I, I like the car wait. scenes. You know what my favorite scene is? It's mm-hmm. the first time that... Uh, it's a small scene, too, but I love the way he films it. Is when Roman Polanski comes out the driveway and, 
and then he gets, he gets out of the street and then he just fucking floors it down yeah. those like you know back streets of LA mm-hmm. and then uh, they go to like an ex- you know interior of the car you know and her hair's all blown and shit and he's just got that look on his face <laughs> it's great I love it like he really just captures atmosphere from a certain time like I felt like I was in that time period there I only saw it the once but I'm uh, the once I'm, and you didn't even see the beginning I missed the beginning, but I'm, 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 uh. Did we ever talk about that? But ding yeah. bang, boom, you're supposed to come bang, pick boom. me up. Didn't have a car to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Stuck They're, in traffic. Stuck in, stuck in traffic. He can't get there. Mercury He's telling me to Uber. I look at the Uber. The Uber now is going to cost me like 30 bucks because it's the surge during like Christmas time. I believe Bidding bang, boom came out last year during the winter. When did, uh, Once Upon a Time come out? The summer, man. Bidding bang, boom. Really? Sweet August nights. I'll tell you what, though. You know, you, know, you know what could be the sleeper hit in this category? Because I hear really good things about it. And maybe he'll be redeemed from Hollywood hell. Is Ryan Johnson and his film Knives Out. It's like oh, a murder yeah. mystery. Oh, I mean, there's so much buzz about that. Did I you w- hear that the, the dude, Boyega or whatever his name is, that plays uh, F- Finn, I guess, in Star Wars? He uh, uh-huh. publicly spoke out against the you know second sequel there and said it was no good. What, the Star Wars part? The Last Shut Eight? Eye, excuse me, yeah. The I Last Shut that. Eye, more like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's such what? terrible, right? Like, here's the villain that you should invest in. There goes the villain you should be invested Terrible, in. Terrible. Then we will dance together. Terrible. Then we will think about joining forces. Terrible. But terrible. Let's go to the casino. Do you, have you seen The Mandalorian? No. Oh, I'm over it. Baby cakes. You shouldn't be over it, dude. Have you seen it? No. It's really good, dude. And you know what? I don't like Star Wars. Now I do. And I'm a poser. And you know what? I miss that shirt. That'd be a great shirt. Poser. Poser? Mm-hmm. I called it back. poser the other Isn't day. that a band? Pose here. Remember, remember back in the day, guy, for real though, like Colonial? Yeah. You remember back in the day when somebody would be like, yo man, you're a poser. Psh, no one ever said that to me. All right. Let's go back in time and do a little role play here. I'm going to say, yo. Your poser, and then you're gonna give me your best comeback, and it's just gonna have to come out as quick as possible. Yo, man, you're a fucking poser. Well, you're a hoser, eh? Yeah, I'm not a poser. I wouldn't know you. See, but that's what happened to kids back in the day. They were put on the spot. There was no internet. Nope. We had to like check each other's DSL (laughs) speed and be like, "Yo, man, what are you, some sort of poser?" posed in a picture with your mom the other night oh that's that's appropriate for the 90s definitely <laughs> yeah I, I don't you know i can't i don't you know i just let reality <clears throat> jojo rabbit i hear is good it's done by the guy who did the word are they um, gonna let hitler win an award though no they would never do that. <laughs> that's a good point i don't like hitler i'm not a big fan of hitler you know i didn't want to watch inglorious bastards for the longest time because like hitler was a character but then one night i bought it and Pretty good movie. Bing bang boom. Pretty bing bang. I didn't boom. see. I didn't see Rocket Man, so I don't know anything about it. Yeah, but you can already tell that's a cartoon acting as a movie, or like a music video acting like a movie. But uh, Dolomite is my name was a great film. It'd yeah. be great if Eddie, it, you know Eddie gets an award. It wasn't haunchy, like ha- haunchy enough. Haunchy. Does <laughs> <laughs> that? Like it didn't like pose high enough. It didn't shoot for the stars. It was great. I loved it. But it kept you at that slow roll simmer of entertainment. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? You weren't cheering at the end or like stomping your feet. But 
It was a great tale for aging artists such as ourselves. Best performance by an actor, Christian Bale, Ford versus Ferrari, Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory, Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, Marriage Story, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. What is this Two Popes now? Second I don't time know. It could, could be the sneak. Take take the statue away from Joaquin and the Joker. <clears throat> it would be a fitting What, what does he say? Year. Okay, let's think about this. He gets up there. You know Joaquin, how nervous he is. What's he going to say when he wins the award for being the Joker? And the would, weird thing, too, is like if you've seen his interviews, he never thought he would take this role. He was talked into this role by Todd Phillips, without a doubt. Todd Phillips, the director, pursued him, and they, their ideas meshed, and they just went for it. So I think he's going to win everything. I think he's going to win that. I think Todd's going to win Best Director, and I think it's going to be a sweep. I think it's gonna be a sweep. I just want, <laughs> I just want them to introduce him as Joker. Imagine but, if he came out smoking a cig with oh his my god, Joker dude. outfit. If he came out in costume, that would be it, dude. Just please give it to us. Okay, hear please. me out. He wins. He comes out. He smokes. He flicks it. He dances. Oh, the dance! Right. He does the spin, and then the lights go out in the auditorium. The pivot, and you hear all you hear over the monitors is. Ba-ding, bang, boom. Ba-ding, bang, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, best performance by an actress in a supporting role. Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, Annette Bedding, The Report, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, mm. Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers. Hustlers, Margot Robbie, Bombshell. Haven't seen any of these films. Nope. I don't think any of them have come out. I think The Report's out, but it's on like Amazon. I saw Marriage Counselor. I love Laura Dern, though. Uh, yeah. She was great in uh, Big Little Lies, so I'm going to go with her. I mean, she was good, but her character was so cliche. Oh, really? Yeah. In this, uh, I got to check it out. Look, uh, Marriage Story, it's... Uh, I watched it, you know what I mean? It got emotional for me in the second act. But it's really just like... it. I don't drab? Know if it, it's no, drab? No, not drab, but I don't... like. It's hard to take... Ser- it's, it's really hard to take it seriously, because you're Is so... It- you know Adam Driver. You know Scarlett. If it was less like famous actors yeah. that weren't portraying uh, an actress and a theater director, like it's mm-hmm. just like, really, dude? Like, is this? I'm. A, am I supposed to believe that? Like, yeah. You're just. You're not there. You know the mm-hmm. performances are great, but it's like, you can just tell their performances. You're like, oh, you're really performing well, but yeah, thanks. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, comedy, Daniel Craig, Knives Out, Roman Griffith, Davis, Jojo Rabbit, Taron Edgerton, Rocket Man, Eddie Murphy, Dolomite is my name, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I, I guess that's I a mean, no-brainer I, for you. I mean, the, the, the DiCaprio, DiCaprio's got to get it. You know, I, I know he, he he's won some awards in the past, but I'm telling you, if he just if he wins this award, you know, because of when he turns the page and starts acting in the movie we talked about this you know how good of an actor he was as an actor who was acting mm-hmm. he was great i think he's gonna win definitely for that that was the best part of that film was like how uh raw and emotion he was, was and a, a very, stutter it was a good the, the, yeah, the, the yeah stutter was, was, was just i don't know why how we when pacino was i don't know how we didn't ad- ad- adapt the stutter a little more bob because it's not right <laughs> Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a motion picture. This is wrong. Why was it? Why was it? 
Uh, okay, yeah, I guess he's not the main character. Okay, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a motion picture. Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Joe Pesci, The Irishman. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Who do you say? I don't know, because I haven't seen Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. How is he a supporting actor in a movie called because Once the, Upon a Day in the, the Neighborhood? Because the main guy is the interview interviewer from a magazine. I believe it's Esquire. One of the magazines went and interviewed Tom Hanks. I don't like it. And he wrote, I believe... All right. I, <laughs> Just kidding. Go Anthony on. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. No, no, no. What were you talking Who's the main Anthony character? Anthony Hopkins is in The Two Popes, just so you know. Look, we got to see The Two Popes before the next time we... The Two Popes. Chat. Best uh, original screenplay, Noah Bumbach, Marriage Story. Boy, who do you think is going to win? Uh, that's a tough one, man. I'm going with, I, I can't really say, because I really, I'll be honest, Pacino and Pesci, like, it was great they came back to, but it, for me, it's a major disappointment, The Irishman. Yeah. I feel like they'd give it to Pesci just because he came out of retirement. That's the worst, dude. I'm going with Brad, dude. Brad was great. He's like, look, I don't care. I'm coming in there. <laughs> I'm coming in there. That'll probably be the two pope, you know what I mean? Uh, the two popes take over everything. That's all. I mean, uh, where's best actress? Is the two popes like the good pope or the new young pope, or is it true story? Aquafina, the f- oh, best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Anna de Armas, Knives Out. Aquafina, The Farewell. Kate Blanchett, Where Would You Go, Bernadette? I want to see that. Beanie Fieldstein, Booksmart. What's Where Would You Go, Bernadette? I don't know. I just saw it on uh, Redbox the other day. Emma Thompson, Late Night. I don't know, it'll be interesting. But ding, bang, boom, I think we should move on, though, because it's so far out. And you know what? Awards oh, in really? general are, yeah, it doesn't happen until uh, bidding bang, boom, uh, January, I think, or February. What else is going on, Bobcast? Bidding bang, boom, let me think. Uh, just living my life, you know, thinking about getting my sinuses fixed, you know. Making choices. Living my life like it's golden. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How about uh, the fact that we've been talking about Ollie's a lot, and then all of a sudden the Ollie's owner passed away. Yeah, CEO of Ollie's passed away. Uh, rest in peace, guy. Rest in Ollie's going to pop off now. That's what's going to happen. Ollie's is going to become <laughs> big time. New guy's going to come in and just take this bargain. Get bin. lost. Get lost seat. in the sea of bulk. Bold product. Yeah, you know it's been uh, it's been interesting not getting there yet, but I just have dreams of what it is. You know, a lost paradise of junk. Oh, it's great. We got to go together, dude. I walk. Oh my god, yeah. We should film it. Oh my god. (laughs) Get lost. The Ollie cast, dude. What if we made a video for out of pocket at Ollie's? Pocket Dollies. We performed so many opportunities, dude. We should have wrote that song Sundial. Sundial, which one was that? I don't know, just like the feel good hit of the summer. Oh, god, feel good hit of the summer would have been, I guess, Wildest Fantasy. Mm. What year was that? 2014? That was 2014. That was right out the gate. How old were you? 33? 33. What? How is that possible? It's over. I'm gonna be 40. I'll be 40 next month. It's a wrap. It's all right. We all get old. No, I mean, look, uh, I love how I tried to be a pop star in my 30s and like an underground, like revolutionary artist in my 20s. I think I got it backwards. And what are you now? 
billionaire creative genius Christian. You're Kanye the one West. that invented the Cybertruck. Yeah, right. I, do you trust the Musk, Elon Husk? Yeah, I watched him on Joe Rogan. Like, ask me a question, any question. This is how he responds. So, uh, what'd you eat for breakfast this morning? A banana. Oh my god! He I thinks, don't trust the Musk. He thinks about everything like a computer. He's like calculating. Why does he want to know what breakfast? Because if it's milk, he could taint the milk in the refrigerator, poison me, take me out. If you think Elon Musk is some sort of Bond villain, if that's what you're imposing, dude. Elon Musk is like, <clears throat> if uh, you know, Steve Jobs was Nordstrom. Elon Musk is like, what? Sears. Yeah, he is. Now I'm going to talk like him. No, come on, man. I can't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like the guy. I don't like the PayPal. I don't like the Tesla. You don't like it? You don't like the end of the world? I don't like the, I like the SpaceX a little bit, but I don't like the Neuralink. Would you go to Mars? No, dude. What's in, I'm not going to go to Mars. Would you go to Trofalmador? <laughs> Do you know what that is? Nah, enlighten me. It's from a book. Oh great! Let's all go Slaughterhouse to Five. Oh yeah, I hope you they make that new movie. That. Oh yeah, the Kurt Gottavonica tale. That's a good one. Yo, let me flash back to thousand seven. I remember I was reading the Preacher, and uh, Iron Man was like coming out, <clears> and, the, <throat> yeah. and the comic book wave was starting. I remember telling people I work with, I go, "Yo, if this comic book wave catches on, just wait. You'll see these movies, these shows about Preacher." Yeah. You'll see these movies about DMZ. Did you take stock in that? I just said it back then. What does that mean, take stock in that? I'm just asking. Like, you know, wouldn't it be great though if you did? My point is, yeah, I wonder like that guy when he saw that commercial for Preacher was like, that motherfucker Mickey done told me right. I got a text from my brother the other day. What's up, bro? How you been? Hope you're listening in to the B.O.B. C A S T. Somebody tonight. just mistook my sense of humor online as uh, uh, <laughs> condescending. Yeah, yeah, condescending. Yeah. yeah. As we were talking about it, they didn't get my sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, it happened. Somebody spelled correct me, and then like I posted a picture of Marge Simpson with the brain in a jar, <laughs> implying that I have dad brain. And then a picture, <laughs> I posted a gif of a dog with goggles because I spelled it that way. Googles, goggles. Yeah, but y'all, my bro was talking to me. He goes, yo, remember how, uh, you know, you used to love smart food popcorn? And I go, yeah, I remember that. He's like, you remember how I always used to hate it? And I was like, nah, not really, but go on. He's like, man, you were always like ahead of the time with like the everything, like listening to this, listening to that. And it was just cool to hear, <clears throat> you know, him like give me that little gratitude mm -hmm. about like, you know, what's up? <clears throat> On like a bro <clears throat> brother style. God, I just realized something in my brain. I'm sorry, I'm not thinking. Listen to anything you're saying. So I'm, I'm, well, coming, I'm thinking right now. The of how to, how to okay, so instead of deleting a comment when they spell checked me, and then I had to obviously go back and correct my mistake, you know, I chose to keep the thread going, posted stuff that now makes me feel condescending, which relates to what you were saying at the beginning of the podcast that people don't get your, you know, wit and you know, right. like I easily could like redact it and delete it but instead i choose to comment on it and then it comes off as me being condescending it's not i i sometimes feel like people don't get that you know what i mean so did i can we relate just, to what you were saying yeah did we just like uh 
how would you state it? You know how I always circle the Bobcast back? Did we just did that just happen like on its own? <laughs> In real time without any intervention or intervening? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what it's like to pod this is what it's like to talk to somebody when they're on the phone. Are you enjoying this podcast? Press five now. Beep. Come on down <laughs> to Bobcast. People like to listen. They like uh, when we talk together. Yeah. Well, it's fun talking to you. You know what I mean? We get each other's uh, condescending voices and, uh, you know, dialect, as it were. Dialect. That, you know what's funny? My son likes to say the word ridiculous because dick's in it. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. He's on. Oh, uh, yeah. Then he says, Ridic you less. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I ridiculous. Mean, that's, that's you, man. That's it's terrible. But um, holiday season's upon us. It's going to oh, snow oh, oh. tomorrow. Is you know it? I mean? Yeah, it's going to snow. Nice. Let it snow. And there's going to be a wonderful Christmas. I forgot I drew that Santa Claus over there. I'm a f- big fan of that. Bing, bang, bang, boom. Big his, hit, his, his eyes are blazes bread. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's great. Awesome. What's going on for Christmas? Where are you going? See your mom? I got to get with the family, speaking of my brother. Maybe, uh... Bidding, bang, boom. He was hitting me up on the book. Yeah, maybe we'll get the, uh... Old Chisel Christmas holiday song... Chisel Tracks. ...played here on the Bobcast. The Chisel Tracks song of yesteryear? Bing, bong, bing, have You have a song to play right now? Not right now, no, but I'd have to fish it out. you have to dig it up out of the boots, yeah? Yeah. It's locked away. All right. Let's peace out. We covered a lot of stuff tonight. You know, we hope you have a great holiday season. Don't get too wrapped up in your wrapping paper. (laughs) Don't get too confused out there. If you get too wrapped up, have someone rip you open. If you put a bow tie on it, and you're not sure if you really want to put a bow tie on it, don't. (laughs) When the snowflakes flake... You know you're in Silver Lake. Under the Silver Lake. Yeah. Before we go. Yeah. I just want to go through uh, a couple of things. One, it's always a pleasure. Always. Two, welcome to the New Deal. 2020 coming up. Big time. Think about that. 2020. They named a show after it. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Y'all. Okay, everything's gonna make sense this year. Is somebody behind that marketing tool? Everything is twenty twenty and twenty twenty. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yo, I'm telling you, the whole world is gonna affect. The whole world's gonna affect what? They're gonna see it, dude. We've been reflecting ourselves through this internet lens for the last fifteen some odd years, and twenty twenty, I think, is gonna. It's all gonna come to a head. Bang bang boom! You think it's just gonna come to a head? You yeah, think but Jesus in... and the aliens are coming back? <laughs> you know, uh, tonight's episode two, coincidentally, was brought to you by Forever Flannel. Check her out on Instagram. She's making some interesting designs using grunge-era plaids, cardigans, anything you want. Sweet. Let me check that underscore, too, real quick for cuz. Because you know what? Sometimes you... You can get banned on uh, Instagram. You know about that, right? 
forever underscore flannel. Check her out. She's got some awesome designs, flannels, creating one-of-a-kind cozy flannels. Uh, portions of all the proceeds, too, go to my late great cuz for prostate cancer research. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Jamie Burns. And um, definitely do that if you're looking for some interesting hol- holiday gifts. Also, did you see uh, Lisa Cohen's doing her thing? Her bags are looking fresh. Yeah, definitely check that out. You know, um, people making arts and crafts. I think it's great. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love Lisa Cohen. We got the uh, infamous pocket dial marquee sunglass wood carving she made us. Love her. Miss you. What are you making? You're not making anything. I'm you making money at work, dog. I got uh, one in the trunk. You're making money at work and you're also getting... Well, let's not go there. But yeah, we're having a good time. Over time, I was going to say. But I don't, know, I don't know what you were saying. I mean, uh, but yeah, sometimes we uh, we have hardships in life. And, you know, sometimes we're faced with uh, fixing a deviated septum. And we may be unsure of what could come and what could come next. You hear that? What yeah. was that, dude? That was the planes, man. The planes, Bob. The planes. Man, in my cans, it sounded like aliens, man. I was like, this is it. This is the episode. I don't even know what number it is. I remember staring out my window as a kid, imagining the Russians landing across the street at uh, Young's Windows. Dude, when I was a kid, I what was the film that scared the shit out of me with aliens? I mean, you know what? All of them leading up to the first one that ever scared me to the core was Signs. For some reason, when when the kids come around that corner and then the alien comes out from the alley, I remember that was the first time I was like, damn it, now I'm scared of aliens. Are you scared of aliens right now? Nah. Nah, not even close. Are There's you, no battalion. They're not plotting. Are you manifesting thoughts? Yeah. Sometimes it's good <laughs> to do that. Yep, all the time. All right, my name's Bob, and this has been another episode of MK Cast. <laughs> Later.